Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Nonprofit Insider Podcast. Um, and in today's episode or podcast, we will be talking about drug testing. Bye bye. Welcome, in everyone, to another episode of the Nonprofit Insider Podcast, a special episode, a part of our Nonprofit Insider Uncut series, where we dive deep into. Well, it's, you know, somewhat deep <laughs> to some different aspects of the nonprofit space, things that don't make the regular cut of our bi-weekly episode. Uh, in today's episode, very good one, drug testing in the nonprofit space. Um, this is something that is, is not as much of a topic or a subject in a lot of parts of the nonprofit world as a whole. But there are some little microcosms and areas where drug testing is still actually pretty big in the nonprofit space. We're going to get into that here in about two minutes. Um, I want to share some thoughts and some insights from around the industry as it relates to drug testing in the nonprofit space. And I got some really interesting stories here along the way. As usual, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Nonprofit Insider. I have it in the show notes. Follow us on TikTok as well. We've got some good things going on. Uh, episode 34, I think this is episode 34 or is it 33? That's how crazy it is. We, we are rocking and rolling new episodes every single week so far, at least through the first month of, uh, January. And so, uh, as we keep producing, making some really good ones, it's the final day of the month, January 31st, um, new episode. Glad you're able to listen to this. Let me make sure. Hey, is there anything I'm missing? <sighs> We got the one year anniversary coming up. We'll have some more information about that on the regular episode, but you know what? I think that's good. Let's get into it. And real fast, before we get into it, listen, if you've listened to the Nonprofit Insider podcast, you know I like a good cup of tea. If you've ever watched the Instagram videos or see me on TikTok, I always got a steaming hot uh, cup of tea with me. <laughs> I just had a cup of tea right before I recorded this. And when it comes to tea, I like to go to artoftea.com. They have an amazing collection of teas. Whether you're looking for gifts, uh, maybe your Valentine's Day is coming up. We know you're going to want to give something really nice. Give something a little bit different. Give tea. That's a gift that I would love. Get 10% off. Your next purchase of artatea.com. We have information in the show notes. Be sure to check them out. Let them know we sent you. We appreciate the support. Hey, welcome back. Uh, drug testing and drug testing and nonprofit. This is something where I haven't, you know, it's funny because when I think about my own career, I've only to my, if I remember right, I mean, I feel like I've only been drug tested one time. When I look back at all the adventures and jobs and things like that that I've done from working at the Autism Society of North Carolina to volunteering on boards to being um, employed as a car dealer. When I think of all these adventures, I can only think of one time I was drug tested one time. I was 17 years old and I, it was my first, first like real job with a paycheck. And I got a job at Walgreens and they're corporate as shit. (laughs) If you don't know Walgreens, I mean, they're like, they're like Walmart and and Amazon. They're like super corporate. And so 
um, when I got that job, again, at 17, I had to do a drug test. Obviously, I passed that. I worked there for a little bit of time. But when I think about all the other things that I've done, I don't remember ever being drug tested. And I've spent a large portion of my time and my career in the nonprofit space. And even then, I don't remember being drug tested to my acknowledgement. And one of the things with drug testing in the nonprofit space, for the most part, it's a little bit more layered. Um, you have a lot of things, like with a regular business to contend with, right? You have states' laws, um, you have company policies, um, what's your organization's relationship with other organizations. Sometimes funders can be a part of it, although you don't hear as much about that, unless it's the federal government. That's usually where you hear the most, where you're a nonprofit organization and you get a certain percentage of your money from the feds. Uh, we know a lot of drugs, even marijuana, uh, at the Fed level is, is still a no-no. And so a lot of federal agencies that may provide money to a nonprofit organization will say, okay, um, part of the deal with this money, one of the things that's contingent on this money is you have to drug test your employees. Um, you have uh, a lot of discrimination actually, I think, comes into play with drug testing. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. There's some biases that come into effect. I think you see more biases than discrimination. We'll talk again. I'll talk about that here in a little bit. Um, territory as well, right? Um, what's 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 the makeup of your nonprofit, where it's located? I think that can also play into the biases. And what's the size of your organization? Uh, that, that That's a really big factor. And as you would imagine, as you would imagine, there's not a lot of information out there from what I can find as relates specifically to drug testing in the nonprofit sector. And, but with all that said, one of the things that I saw over and over again, despite seeing differences on the number and the percentages of organizations that drug test, there was one thing that was really consistent because it's a funnel system where the percentage of job postings that list drug testing or pre-employment drug testing. That's something that you see over and over from LinkedIn, you see from Indeed, you see from a couple of different sources, and the numbers tend to be about the same across the United States. You want to know what that number is? 1.5 job listings out of every one, one, one basically one and a half percent out of every job listing has drug testing mentioned. So for every 100 jobs, only less than two of them will have some type of mention of drug testing involved. And I would imagine if you're seeing that across the board from some of these job posts like Monster.com and like I said, Indeed or LinkedIn, it's probably safe to assume that the nonprofit space is very similar, if not lower, knowing that the nonprofit world tends to not drug test as high as some others. Um, but the nonprofit sector, despite all of that, you do see certain parts of the industry that spend more of their time on drug testing. Often, no surprise, right? Like I said, if you are getting some type of federal contract, you're, you're probably going to see a higher uptick. Um, one of the things that I saw in my research is that the, the Washington, D.C. City Council passed a bill not long ago that said that they are no longer going to be testing for marijuana in most jobs um, in the city, including government positions. So if you have a nonprofit and you, you're in D.C., they, they've basically said, listen, um, you cannot 
test for this unless there's certain circumstances, etc. So there are certain cities, as you would imagine, that are out there that are pushing that type of thing. And then, of course, there's going to be certain ones that that aren't. If you're in Alabama, I mean, chances are they're going to be higher and more stringent on drug testing compared to if you're in Oregon or Washington State. That's that's no surprise. As we talked about, states are a big part of the deal, but federal government as well. Because if you're getting federal money, then they might say, hey, we need to drug test some of your employees, whether it's randomly or all of them, depending on the work that they're doing. A lot of industries in the nonprofit space that deal with safety regulations do require a lot of drug testing. Healthcare, uh, transportation, sciences, if you're doing work with children to one degree or another, you're going to have higher rates of those organizations wanting to do some type of drug testing. A lot of societies tend to be comfortable with that. I think there's still some pushes and things like that, but it's oftentimes the last stance when you start talking about nonprofit hospitals, healthcare groups. If you're transporting goods, a lot of people as a whole like to see a level of accountability, and sometimes that's drug testing, and sometimes that's right. And Listen, sometimes I think that's, that's a little bullshit, to be honest with you. But yeah, you see that in a lot of safety uh, regulations where drug testing is a little bit more normalized. Um, religious organizations. I had a buddy not long ago, like maybe two, three years ago, that was applying for a job with a nonprofit. I I don't want to throw him under the bus. I'm not, I'm not going to name it. <laughs> I think it was Southeast Army. But I think it was a, a organization that has more religious ties. And they had to do a drug test. And they were kind of surprised because all their time in the nonprofit space, they've never had to do that. But entering into certain parts of the religious space, there's some things about it. You already know what it is. Uh, you're going to see more drug testing. One of the things I think with drug testing in the nonprofit space, you, you you tend to see drug testing more in these types of sectors or these types of spaces when it's an entry level role, when it's a retail related role if you work in nonprofit and you use some type of retail which is actually a bigger piece of the nonprofit space than, than people think of when you think of thrifting that's a big one when you think of uh, reusing type of nonprofits when you think of nonprofits that sell things to help their mission uh, they have like businesses that that help their mission that's something that you'll see a little bit more of drug testing you see this a lot in non-administrative roles Right. When you have a degree, a bachelor's, a master's, a Ph.D., um, there's just a level as you get higher into some of these roles where they're just not looking to drug test. Now, that's a conversation. I think that's where a lot of biases exist, because I know a lot of executives that are doing not I'm not going to say they're doing heavy drug use, but you'd be surprised at the number of people that are in suits and ties that are doing cocaine um, in their cars. <laughs> I saw actually in my research, I saw a study that said like for that out of all the the respondents when talking about and I think it was like a 3000 respondent um, survey. When you do drugs on the job, where do you do drugs? And 48 percent of them said when I do drugs while working, I'm doing it in my car. Right. I mean, people have been doing that forever. (laughs) You know, you go to your car and I'm sure people are doing it probably more now than ever. Um, when you think about the, the rise of vape pens and the comfort around a lot of people using uh, marijuana, among other drugs, I mean, 
cars are the way to do it. But yeah, you see this in a lot of a lot of uh, jobs where there's not a lot of administration or managerial oversight. But those people are doing cocaine, they're doing ketamine, they're probably doing heroin. You see a lot of people doing meth um, that are still at some high level positions, but they just hide it a little bit well, and they come with a little bit of a higher education. So we're like, oh, you know, it's it's no big deal. And just kind of a little bit of a catch all. One of the areas you see more. Drug testing, not just in the for-profit or the non-profit space, but the for-profit space, less blue or, or more blue-collar roles, right? Uh, construction, landscaping, like I said, retail. Um, you see this in certain aspects of environmental causes where maybe you don't need certain degrees or certifications. And so since it's considered a quote-unquote blue-collar job, we want to do a little bit more testing uh, on those and look, it should not be super surprising to be completely honest with you. One of the things that a lot of people may not realize when it comes to drug testing is cheap. It's it's not that expensive. Drug testing, depending on the level of drug testing you're looking to do and depending on the volume in which you do it, right? Like if you work at, let's just say Lowe's, you work at Lowe's, they, they have, I mean, I think Lowe's, I think I saw has like 25,000 employees, 40 is it 25 or 40? It might be, I may be confusing it with a couple others, but Lowe's, big organization, right? They're Hawaii to Portland, Maine. They're, they're everywhere you can imagine. And with Lowe's, because they have so many employees, they're probably drug testing at such a high level, they're getting it less expensive compared to a nonprofit with, you know, even a thousand employees, right? It's just, it's just a different in scale. But from what I can see and from what I've seen, non the drug testing as a whole is anywhere from about $10 to about $50. So it's actually not that expensive, right? And if you hire your nonprofit organization, let's say brings in, let's just say, let's just say they, they bring in 50 employees every every year. Even at $50 per you know drug test, I mean, we're still talking 2500 bucks. 2500 bucks. I'm like, like, let me just make sure. Yeah, 2,500 bucks. I knew the math. I just had to check it. (laughs) So, I mean, you're talking, again, if you hire 50 employees every year and you spend $50, I mean, that's only 2,500 bucks. And it has a lot of insurance amplifications, right? Again, if if your organization's getting money from the government and things like that, it's just you, you baked into the cost, like background checks. A lot of nonprofits do background checks more than drug testing. And that's something, we're gonna talk about that as an uncut, probably in March, background checks and some of the discrimination around that. But if your nonprofit spends $3,000 a year on drug testing, but you get discounts from your insurance company, uh, you're you're able to get protections uh, from your from not just your health insurance, but your insurance as a whole. Hey, you had an employee that stole $100,000 from your nonprofit in, in the accounting books. Did you drug test this person? Yeah, I drug tested this person. All right, cool. We're able to subsidize or pay you back the money that was lost from this theft. Uh, there's a lot of aspects to the HR world when it comes to drug testing besides just, hey, is this person strung out in the parking lot? There's a lot of things on the back end with insurance, like I said, um, government contracts, funding that can really come into place. Um, I know, for example, AmeriCorps, they still do drug testing. But I remember, it's so funny, because I remember when I applied to AmeriCorps and became an AmeriCorps member, I honestly do not remember being drug tested. Now, again, I was 18, 19 years old. I probably didn't really care. 
But even to this day, AmeriCorps says, listen, we're going to drug test you within the first week to two weeks of you starting your stint. I don't remember that being the case. And that's one thing in the nonprofit space as a whole where certain part you could even work for one company and you could be on one side of the world and say and, and or one side of the nation and they drug test you. And then in another part, they don't. Again, laws come into play. History comes into play. There's a lot of things that come into play. Um but yeah, it's just super funny because it's the thing that when I became a miracle member, I was drug tested. I I really don't remember, and I you know and overall I, I give the, the nonprofit space a lot of a lot of praise. Um, I, I think a lot of the for profit space does a very poor job and is very disingenuous when it comes to drug testing. There's an idea that drug testing is is provides a healthy environment for your workers, um, makes it easier for your workers to to live a better life. But I think, listen, if you have someone that is using drugs, you you could apply today and three years later, then you start using some of these hardcore drugs. A lot of times you aren't retesting. And when looking at the research that I was doing, only about one less than 1% of all organizations do retesting during a volunteer, during, excuse me, during an employee's time. So you can start off being drug tested, work at that organization for an additional 20 years and never be drug tested again. So at that point, you got to ask, like, what's the fucking point? All right. Are you doing it to really protect yourself or is it just one of those gatekeeping things to prevent people from getting in? I remember one time I had an employer and we'll wrap it up here in about two minutes. I remember one time I had an employer call me out of the blue, just completely out of the blue. I was like, hey. Uh, we've been hearing some things that this other coworker has been talking about marijuana use and things like that. Have you observed anything related to that? <laughs> Blink my eyes two or three times because what the fuck? What? What are you asking me? One, I'm definitely not snitching on someone I work with. And two, even if they were. What am I supposed to do? Oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely know, you know, such and such person is using marijuana. I mean, mean, even some of the harder drugs, what am I supposed to do? Oh, yeah, they're using meth. I mean, that's something that if you're asking for one of your employers to ask if someone else is doing drugs, stop it. Just, Just stop it. What are we talking about? I could not believe this person was asking me this question. And listen, no knocks to them. They probably were only asking because their higher ups are asking and they're, you know, there's there's a lot of bylaws, there are a lot of bullshit and a lot of nonprofit handbooks. But I could not believe they were asking me this. I was like, I I wasn't gonna tell them squat even if I knew. You kidding me? What are we talking about? Get out of here. But overall, listen, I do give the nonprofit space a lot of praise. Um drug testing, I think, is something that is uh, it, it, there's a lot of history related, and I think as a as a company, or excuse me, as a as a country that struggles with aspects of drugs, uh, drugs that come into the to the United States, drugs that leave, drugs that are produced in the U.S., and just overall uh, attitudes towards drugs in America changing. I think the nonprofit sector is better off having use that money, even if it's just $2,500 a year, $3,000 a year. Use that money in other ways. Use that money in in increasing your HR. Um, Use that money for other programs if you can avoid using those those funds for drug testing. I think it's just a smart thing to do. All right, listen, that's it for today. Be sure to subscribe to us on Apple or Spotify. Keep listening 
to us. We'll have some more nonprofit insider uncut episodes. And if you have a topic you want me to talk about, be sure to hit me up. You can send me an email uh, at the nonprofit insider podcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on one of our social media sites. We'll see you on the next episode.